Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. To begin with, we thank the many of you who took the time last weekend to participate in the MISNY and Milmix CME Day leading into the MISNY House of Delegates meeting, the MISNY PAC meeting with special guest Congressman Michael Lawler, and of course, the actual House of Delegates meeting. Spirited debates were held by the delegates during the House of Delegates on a number of important policy issues to give direction to the MISNY staff on which issues to focus our advocacy efforts, such as ensuring patients can receive needed reproductive health care services without the threat of prosecution or other legal action, addressing the pervasive hassles for preauthorization and payment that health insurers impose on physicians seeking to provide needed patient care, and ensuring that our public health insurance programs, which for many physicians practicing in underserved areas of the state is a major portion of their patient population, provide fair payment for the essential patient care services they provide. Please look to the MISNI website for a summary of each of the policies adopted or reaffirmed from each of the reference committees. I will also highlight that if you missed the CME programs from last Friday, including regarding MISNI's peer-to-peer program, addressing health inequities, and the impact of military sexual trauma on veterans, they will soon be available for you to listen from MISNI's CME site cme.misney.org. I would also highlight that from our cme.misney.org site, you can also find the three hours of coursework you will need to meet your New York State Pain Management CME requirement, which is due this July 1st, just two months away. We strongly encourage you to check out these three one-hour programs if you have not yet completed your coursework. Several hundred physicians have participated in these programs, but There are over 80,000 licensed and registered physicians in New York, and the program is a free benefit to MISNI member physicians. Also on the subject of CME, please put on your calendars Wednesday, May 17th at 7.30 a.m. for the next MISNI Medical Matters one-hour CME program, The Lasting Mental Health Impacts of COVID on Children and Adolescents, with our faculty, Dr. Linda Chokverti. The big news of the week is, of course, the New York state budget. With the state being nearly a month late in passing the budget and the current extender expiring at midnight tonight, Friday, April 27th, Governor Hochul announced Thursday night that she and the legislature had reached a conceptual agreement on a $229 billion state spending package, though neither the Assembly Speaker nor the Senate Majority Leader appeared with her in the press conference. What this practically means is that the broad contours of the state budget and the generally thorny policy issues that have held up the budget being passed have been resolved. However, as we've talked about before, there are tens of thousands of discrete policy issues and funding items within the state budget. And there are still debates and policy to be drafted among the staffs over the specific language that will govern these policies are sort of below the radar screen. Many of the broad items in the conceptual agreement were announced by the governor and her top staff last night, such as significant new investments in our mental health care system infrastructure and new Medicaid investments for hospitals, nursing homes, and importantly, in primary and preventive care. Also announced was a $1 per pack increase in the cigarette tax, which Misney had strongly supported. But left out was a proposal to ban the sale of menthol cigarettes, 
which MISNI had also supported together with many other patient advocacy groups. The budget bills have not yet been printed and unfortunately likely will not be printed until shortly before the legislature is going to vote on these bills, probably Sunday night, Monday, around that time period. We have received information from legislators and key staff on the likely disposition on some of the key issues that MISNI has been following. But until the bills are officially in print, we cannot say definitively what is in there. There's an expression in the state capitol that nothing is final until everything is final. That being said, we have heard from several key legislators that the final budget will not contain the objectionable scope of practice expansions for physician assistants and pharmacists that MISNI together with many specialty societies had strongly advocated against. We've also heard that it will likely protect the important prescriber prevails protections for Medicaid prescriptions, thereby preventing new burdensome proposed prior authorization requirements for these prescriptions as Medicaid moves back to a single formulary instead of several different formularies by various managed care companies. And on a positive note, we are hearing that there will be new protections included to ensure that when health insurers are reviewing an appeal of a healthcare service that was initially denied, that health insurer must use a physician in the same or similar Now, the one concerning item that we have heard is likely to be in the final budget, although, again, waiting for more information, is that it will likely contain a new reporting requirement, but not an approval requirement for acquisitions of medical practices that exceed a certain financial threshold. At this moment, we are not exactly sure what that threshold is. We've heard somewhere in the tens of millions of dollars, nor exactly what will be required to be reported. The devil is, of course, again, let me say it again, that nothing is final until everything is final. Later next week or early in the week, we hope to have a detailed report back to you on the key healthcare items agreed to or rejected in the state budget. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your continuing commitment to MISNI and your county medical society. We will speak again next week.